0: Canada is playing in the World Cup for the first time since the '80s. They'll play their first game against Belgium a week from tomorrow. It's an afternoon game, the first match of the World Cup set to take place this Sunday. I know soccer lover lovers are pretty excited about it. The event organizers, though, have been left scrambling due to the last-minute mandate from Qatari officials. Apparently, this came down from the red or the royal family, rather. All Budweiser branded beer tents must now be. Relocated from their original locations. This could be problematic because Budweiser pays $75 million for exclusive beer sales rights at the World Cup and has since the mid 80s. Moisha Lander is Canada's preeminent sports column, uh, economist and senior lecturer in economics at Concordia University in Montreal, joins the Kelly Cotreira show. Welcome back. Good to have you on. Hello. So how challenging is it for a sporting event that normally depends on alcohol sponsorships, like the one, the partnership they've had with Budweiser since the 80s, to put on an event in an entirely dry country?
1: It's a first. It's the first time that it's being held in a Muslim country, in an Arab country. It's the first time it's in that part of the world. Uh, It's a first for everything. But, you know, what what shocks me with the entire news story is if you're Budweiser, how about hiring somebody for minimum wage to make a call every hour to FIFA officials saying, "We're so good, right? We're so good, right? We're so good, right?" Like, like, how does this happen one week before the event, uh, where uh, they didn't realize that this might be a problem?
0: Yeah, and do you know what they the uh, sources are saying? The the exact problem was that the royal family had with the uh, positioning the beer
1: tents. Yeah, have a word with public drunkenness. Uh, I, I mean, soccer, you know, you're saying that Budweiser's been associated with soccer for 40 years. I think mm-hmm. alcohol has been associated with soccer for hundreds of years. So, you know, even if you go back to the uh, the stereotype English hooliganism, right, it, it, it's fueled by alcohol. And so the, the thought that uh, you could have public drunkenness in a country where uh, alcohol, of course, is forbidden, and even where it's allowed, it's allowed in tightly controlled uh, hotel bars, uh, not out of the, the, or not in the public eye. Um, it, it was always meant to be a problem. And I, I think they're just starting to realize as fans are starting to arrive that, wait a second, this might be more than what we bargained for.
0: Yeah. This, the workaround is to position the beer tents outside stadiums. I think there's eight of them. Does Budweiser have any recourse when it comes to reimbursement?
1: For sure. Uh, they're, they're going to say that, you know, when we agreed to this, uh this is what the understanding was and now that you're putting us in what's obviously going to be a second best or third best location it's going to compromise their visibility it's going to compromise their sales uh and it's going to compromise their brand recognition Mm -hmm. which they tightly associated with soccer so for sure they're going to have recourse the thing is uh who exactly are you going to sue the the qatari royal family are you going to sue fifa officials uh if you want to sue FIFA. The fact is that Budweiser has a longstanding relationship. And so that might be burning a few bridges along the way that maybe they don't want to. Uh, so I, I'm sure there's some workaround. But, yes, they're, they're absolutely going to get some sort of financial compensation for uh, their mistreatment. And, uh,
0: I know that there are really fun zones at FT, uh, at our uh, soccer tournaments here uh, in Toronto, Um And they're called family zones. Apparently, they've got sober zones. And that is basically everywhere in the stadium.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, the entire stadium is one big sober zone. Uh, Again, they they don't want to broadcast uh, to locals uh, that there is somebody who's carrying on because of uh, alcohol fuel. And uh, similarly, they they don't want the uh, negative view being broadcast around the world as well. Uh, it, it would be a PR disaster for them. The entire reason why they're hosting this event, where they have no business hosting it, is that they want to project to the world. Uh, you know, you can be a Muslim country, you can be friendly, you can be outgoing, you can be all of the wonderful things that you want to get with this PR event. Uh, what they don't need are negative PR stories dealing with uh, trying to be Muslim and coexisting in the world. Uh, it, it's obvious that it can be done. Canada is living proof of that. Uh, but just they're worried about how that projects. And so, uh, you, you know, the entire exercise here is to try and create PR positivity.
0: Can FIFA balance the tone it like, it'd like like to set for the uh, world with the values of their host country? Because I understand that England is going to fly in to the World Cup on a gay pride jet
1: yeah um i I mean good for them and uh fifa put out uh word i think late last week saying uh can everybody just try and avoid talking politics during this event Mm. uh uh, so yeah exactly and and that's like just flying the flag not the pride flag but any flag just saying uh you know that's open season then when you start telling people that they're not allowed to speak their mind they're not allowed to talk politics they're not allowed to say what's bothering them when you have the world watching that's exactly why people were suspicious of this event being in Qatar in the first place. So uh, when you have FIFA now taking the side of the the host uh, organizing committee, uh, that's not going to sit well with players. Players have tremendous power through their social media. And we've seen that sort of situation happen uh, just recently when the Olympics were in Beijing. And we saw similar sorts of views from the IOC mm-hmm. saying to their athletes, don't talk politics. Don't talk about what's going on in Hong Kong or in the west of China, uh, and, and try and zip it. Um, athletes, the athletes are not going to respond kindly to that.
0: Yeah, could could all this backfire on FIFA though? Like, could countries protest future countries being considered to host the World Cup?
1: It can, but the problem that uh, FIFA is finding is that in general single country doesn't have the financial means to host this event anymore. Qatar will be probably the last one for a while. Uh, The event four years from now, of course, is going to be uh, a joint North American event. And we're seeing that the way that the Olympics and uh, the Euro soccer championships and the World Cup are moving is that they're going to be held in multiple countries because the fixed cost of all of those stadiums are so expensive to maintain that there's very few countries that can undertake that sort of expenditure. So, uh, you know, now what you're going to have to do then is uh, try and find groups of countries that are comfortable putting up that type of cash and coming with all of the restrictions that FIFA already had placed on it, let alone new ones that they might be adding in the hopes of trying to create some sort of uh, nondescript quiet event.
0: We're speaking with sports economist Moshe Lander. Um, how did they afford it in the past then?
1: Well, it was a lot cheaper because people didn't go crazy about it. When when you have um, uh, FIFA behind the scenes raising the, the fee that if you want to host it, uh, they've long been known for their corruption and their bribery scandals and things like that. Uh, but what happens is that, uh, you know, Russia comes along and uh, spends an outrageous sum on the Winter Olympics back in Sochi, and that kind of sets the bar for everybody else it's it's exactly the same thing that you know when your bat mitzvah party is outrageously expensive then it just raises the bar for everybody else to try and compete with you um that's the type of situation that you find now that uh each event has to be greater more expensive more elaborate more lavish than the one before it mm-hmm. uh and next thing you know it's running into the billions of dollars and uh stadiums are being constructed uh, So, in this, yeah, go ahead sorry
0: i'm just wondering if if the one-upmanship has has ruined the spirit of the world cup then
1: no, I think once the games start, I think everybody's going to forget a lot about this, right? And that's always what happens at these events. In the lead-up to the Olympics, we're worried about what's going to happen, and then you get caught up in the moment of watching figure skating or hockey or whatever other event you might be interested in. Same thing. When you see Canada take the pitch, nobody's going to really be thinking about uh, why are we having this event in November, why is it in this country? You're just going to enjoy the match, but uh, all you need is one incident during those matches to remind everybody, oh, right.
0: I want to turn our attention to something really interesting. It's a pop culture story, but I think it, it could be a little bit more. And I think these are going to sell uh, as quickly as they are released. Um, do, do you remember the episode of The Simpsons, Homer in the Bushes? Have a listen.
1: Hey, what's up for today, Nettie? Uh, Homer, we're going to visit the boy's grandmother. Family only, you know? Right. No reporters. <sighs> no, I, I, I mean just the Flanders family. Oh, okay
0: so that's the the sound of uh, homer backing into the bushes because he finds out that ned flanders was actually lying to him he just didn't want to hang out with him uh that was i think from earlier on in the simpsons but it's become this incredible meme and adidas has turned uh homer simpson backs into the bushes meme into a stan smith limited edition sneaker and so Homer's name appears on the side of the shoe in gold letters. There is a portrait of him on the tongue below the Adidas and Stan Smith artwork. Uh the at the very back of the shoe there's a woolly recreation. It's green uh, of a meme in the back of the shoe uh with Homer fading away into the in the bushes. It's they're very cool. They're very pop culture. Could this be this could this be Adidas's way of of telling the world we are kind of We're kind of mimicking us backing away from our relationship with Kanye West. Or am I reading into it too much?
1: You know, I I, I never even thought of that particular angle. Um, You know, I don't even know that necessarily the Simpsons would license that image to create that sort of uh, brand uh, connection. But, yeah, it's entirely possible um, I, I just thought it's something cute. And, and it's been done before. The Simpsons have, have licensed their images uh, for lots of products. And I seem to recall that there was, in fact, was like a Marge Simpson shoe that had her uh, you know, poofy blue hair uh, in the same way that this shoe is being designed to have that uh, green hedge. That Homer's backing into. So I I, I, I don't know, you, you might be right. I, I never even thought along those lines.
0: It's possible I'm reading too much into it, but they're they're going to sell like hotcakes when they get released. Thank you so much for joining us, Moisha. Really appreciate your time.
1: Anytime.